Yo, what's up, guys? This is Jericho from Cerritos, California. I'm hanging out with my boy, 34 Questions. And check out my episode anywhere you watch or listen to your podcast, because now you can watch them on YouTube, too. So check out his YouTube, 34 Questions. Check out his Spotify, Apple Music, wherever else he streams this shit, 34 Questions. First, I mean, I want to see, you know, what's been up with you, you know, like I, I, I follow you too on social media, you know, you have your clothing line and, and then you started, you know, like rapping. I mean, I met you because we were on shift once and then you, and then you just randomly say, it's like, Hey, like I rap. And I was like, really? It was like, yeah, I rap. And then, you know, you, and it's like, can you hear a bar or something? And then you just freestyle, you know, something. Well, I don't know like, if you freestyle it or, or if you had it in your head already, but I was like, well, dude, like, that's dope. You know, and then and then I said, I, you know, I sing. So, so it's like, yeah, I, I I think we clicked, and then you know we added each other on Facebook, and you know, like I feel like we're watching each other, you know, from afar, and, and I think it's good to 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 reconnect. And now that you're doing this podcasting, and you know, I I've always wanted to to support your adventure because you know, like we're all we got. No doubt, man. No doubt. Yeah, it's a. <clears throat> I, th- I think you're right in saying that we both kind of follow each other from from afar because we're both artists, you know. And I, I definitely respect an artist, an artist in general, man. Because I would say an artist going through it, but which artist isn't? Um, yeah, it's a str- it's a struggle, but especially when we try to stay pure to our art, which I feel like I, I can see in you. And you know, it, it's 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 more more enjoyable to see someone following their passion. I'll tell you that, right? Like, um, I think in my day jobs uh everyone's kind of stuck in in not following their passion for whatever reason um but so when you see see people doing it it i mean i think it also inspires me you know to to keep going as well so thank you for for being that as well man thank you sir no worries um so <laughs> let's jump into the icebreaker get it out of the way um the one yes, word sir. spelling bee if Ooh, you have okay. uh if you have heard this word before in a previous um, previous episode, feel free to just let me know, Scouts Honor. Uh, but your word is epilepsy. Epilepsy. Ugh. Epilepsy. I get two tries, right? Yes, you do. You do. Okay. Okay. So it's epilepsy. E P I L E P S Y. You got it right, man. Did I? Congrats, man. Yeah. Um, yeah if you, I, I would have been. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no you're fine, man. Okay. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I, I've, this is the third word I've been using, kind of third or fourth. Um, trying to switch it up. I think this might be too easy because a lot of people are getting it. But regardless, uh, congrats. Uh, you will be invited to the Spelling Bee episode if I ever get to it, where I invite all the guests who've gotten their word right to go head to head. So, yeah. You know, like you threw me a curveball right now because I, I was waiting for the word liaison. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you... you you, you kind of threw me a curveball right there, so I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, no, nah, but uh, hey, man, shoot. That's that's the sign of a true listener, man. You, you knew the word. <laughs> From before it came on. But yeah. Well, now you know it's epilepsy uh, for the next couple ones. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's jump into the warm up questions to set the tone. Uh, first question is what would you like the audience to know about you 
what would I like the audience to know about me? Well, I mean, I would love my audience to know that what they see is what they get with me. I'm pretty much an open book. I love transparency because it makes life easier, you know? Um, you, you know, people, I, I think the people in the universe gravitate to you if they see how genuine you are, you know? Like, it, if they see through your soul, you know? Like, when, you know, when they take off my glasses and, and they see through my eyes, like, they know, yeah, James is for real. Or Jericho's a real dude. Um, and, and by no means, like, am I perfect, but I try. Like, I'm not gonna lie, you know, I try to be perfect and, and I strive for it. But, you know, so, you know sometimes it, it, it just doesn't work that way. But it, as long as he's, then, you know, it's like, who, who are other people to judge you? You know, like only you can judge yourself or you and God can judge yourself. How about that? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, just to let you know, your audio kind of switched up right there. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, just a, yeah. All right, for Am sure. Am I still good? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can still hear you. Okay. Yeah, you should be fine. Okay. Um, anyway, but man, now now there's a fleeting question. Something you had mentioned that uh, hopefully, I hope it comes back to me. Uh, but moving on, if someone were to pay a tribute to you, how would you like to be honored? Uh, give, you know, give more than you receive. Um, you know, whether it's time, uh, like it doesn't have to be. Fun. A financial or or material you know just being there you know for someone you know just just give because yeah you know like i it, like, like there's so much taking going on in the world that there's not enough giving you know so you know whether it's love you know whether it's compassion just just give dude for sure man um i i finally remembered that the question from the previous answer but uh it was you mentioned something about you know trying to achieve perfection um how do you deal with that pressure uh, that's a lot of pressure man perfection well i mean i have to convince myself every day you know when i wake up and i'm brushing my teeth i was like you can't be perfect today because there's no such thing as perfect <laughs> you know like you get close to it but there's no such thing as perfect because if you're perfect like there's no more room for growth you know because like you know everything like you're you're the shit already so like there's no more room for growth i'm sorry can, can i cuss in the show yeah I don't yeah, yeah you okay, can right, cool. uh, be, okay, be okay. yourself don't don't censor okay. yourself yeah okay so yeah so uh, you know per perfection is this idea that it, like it's great but it like we also have to convince ourselves it doesn't exist so it so so once you realize in the morning you can get close to to perfect as possible and and remind yourself like as long as you give yourself 110% to, towards that goal then you can sleep soundly at night at the end of the day yeah man no I feel that I feel that and uh, the last question in the warm up is on a scale from 1 to 10 how well do you know yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 can, uh, just like you like on my highs I feel like I'm a 9.5 but on my lows I feel like I'm a 3 but uh, if, if we average that out, that's that comes down to around five. Because, you know, I mean, I feel like we don't stop learning about ourselves until our last breath. So, you know, I I never want to say that I'm at a nine and a half or a 10 because, dude, like, you don't stop learning like, until you, you're on your deathbed. And that's the beauty about life. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you say is your favorite thing about yourself? 
favorite thing about myself um does it have to be uh you know something i'm born with or something that i worked with or that i developed and worked on uh either one just just for for you personally you know what, what's the thing that you like about yourself the most <laughs> self-love confidence you know like, you know knowing my worth and, and mm. what i bring to the table and you know with that like like that sounds all positive but with that also comes the negative that you know your 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 incapabilities you know you, you know your shortcomings you know like you you kind of limit yourself and be like okay i know i can do this very well but i can't do that very well but i could rest on this real quick and, and furtherly develop that because i know i'm lacking that aspect so mm -hmm. it, so like in that aspect i mean i think i I like that I love myself, like I know my worth, and, and and these are things that I develop over time as I'm growing up. No doubt, no doubt, uh, for sure. Uh, now we've made it to the main potential or main interview questions. Um, what level would you like to start off with? You want to just go go with the flow, or you want to choose a level to to go with? So, so, so each level has 34 questions each, or if, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm gonna start off easy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and whenever you feel like you want to move on to the next level, just let us let me know. Uh, okay. Go with one, one or thirty-four. Which one you choosing? Let's go, Cristiano Ronaldo. Seven. Seven. What change would you like to see in the world? What change would I want to see in the world? It, it's very like relevant right now, but I want more. I guess. What. When people say justice for all, like I actually want to see justice for all, you know, it's like, because like here in the U.S., like race, it it's such a huge like like divisive thing. Like I I just want people to to be more educated and and be more cultured, to be more sensitive and, and accepting to other cultures, that we can actually be a United States instead of just a United States, you know quote unquote you know mm -hmm. you know yeah. united but internally you know we're we're so divided and, and i'm looking out and and i was telling my my brother i think it was or one of my friends or one of my colleagues that's like dude our foreign enemies like are looking at us right now laughing at us you know saying we don't have to do anything because they're going to destroy themselves from the inside because you know they hate mexicans you know, they hate asians you know, they hate black people so it's like you know like they're gonna perish themselves <laughs> So, yeah. I mean, like, if I want to see change, I mean, I want to see us be united and, and accepting and, and and accept the fact that our diversity is not a, a crux to, to our country, but actually a strength. No doubt. Uh, what, would you, what, what would you say caused this, uh, this view on, like, or, yeah, this, this rift in, in America? I think it's just fundamentally there, you know? I mean, if you... It, if you come to look at it, you know, like the the Europeans came and settled here, took took the land from from whoever was in here already, you know, like the Native, like Native Americans. Um, it, it's just fundamentally there, you know, like they feel so entitled to to expand this whole land mass here. Um, I, I mean, I would get into a whole history, dude. Like I'm a history nut, but it, it, it you know, like the way they you know they migrated like the chinese people to to work on the railroads or you know the way they they brought the Af you know, the africans to to work in cotton fields it's it, it's very systematically like ingrained in 
excuse me, in, in the history of the United States. And I think, you know, like Filipinos came to, to Hawaii to, to work on the pineapple fields. I mean, if I could get my Filipino history, right? So it's, see, like there's always a purpose of, of why people were migrated here. And, wow. and, mm. and today it's just like a different reason for, for why people are migrating here. Like, you know, you know, like Latin Americans are, are working our fields in, in Bakersfield, right? So, you know, like nurses are, are coming here for the medical field. So it, it's different reasons, but they're being brought in here for for a certain purpose and you know some people are are accepting of it and, and some people aren't yeah I, I, you made a good point that i hadn't thought about as far as like these different professions that it seems like that's why the the doors are the door is open for, for us right? to come over it's like okay mm-hmm. you can come over but you're gonna have to do this for us uh mm-hmm. so that's that's interesting um and for justice for all you think it's possible like what what's it gonna take for us to get there what's it gonna take for us to, to get there well you know we gotta get these old heads in government out of first and get some new blood in um yeah you know like like a more diverse new blood i guess you know um uh, i don't want to sound like a like a politician but i mean that's the way to go you know like with with generations and generations views change right and and the documents or, or or the documents like the constitution or or whatever you know like these these hateful people want to quote at, as you know something that they're that they're protecting like it should be able to move along with the times and i i think the more we get rid of the older generation and and the more we encourage you know the younger generation say hey run for office you know like the sooner like this change will what come about no doubt no doubt you uh you gonna be running for office or nah now you think no <laughs> not, not yet not yet it's like I, at least like it, it hasn't crossed my mind yet but like i'm, I'm very like socially conscious because you know like the population you know that i serve it, it, you know like they're marginalized so like i'm i'm always like in the trenches so to speak for sure you know I, I had thought about like if i was ever gonna be a politician i would just want to do uh, a small a small town mayor of a small town and right? you know where you can know everybody and you can actually fix mm-hmm. things and you know because yeah i mean I, I wasn't born here so we're pre- president's too. out of the question so we yeah we yeah. you know president's not yeah. even a, an option but uh yeah small town mayor well, sign me up <laughs> yeah i'll feel uh, man so a new thing with uh the format i was telling you about is i got these curveball questions now um and <laughs> yeah yeah uh so you could choose there's two different ones just know if whichever one you choose you're going to do the other one later on but okay. it's either fill in the blank or a shout out question where you actually shout someone out where you may have to name somebody that's what i mean by shout out but it's always gonna okay. be positive it won't be nothing negative okay yeah. okay uh let's go fill in the blank fill in the blank Safe bet. yeah all right i'm too old to blank um i'm too old to get drunk in a bar dude <laughs> yeah you know i mean i left that at 22 23 you know and that's that's them them undergrads or whatever like that's them dude I mean, you know i'm too old for that yeah the, the uh the bar life ain't for you no uh, unless i'm being paid to 
to to play a couple of tunes, then yeah. But like me, you know, partying in a bar and spending the money is like nah, dude. Like there's like there are better ways to spend money now. Now that we're on our age near thirty, so <laughs> for sure, so, you know, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what experiences do you, do you want to pay for? Like, is it, does your money go to trips? Does it go to like good good food? Like, yeah. Nowadays, it's a combination of trips, food, uh, concerts, um, more like health based shit. You know, like you, you know, Zumba classes or, or or maybe like five sessions of of jujitsu. But you know, like more, uh, you know, more like honoring the body or the temple as most people would say you know so kind of those type of stuff but you know bar life no dude that's i left that at 22 23 when i when i was still using my student loan money (laughs) (laughs) yeah man i I feel you i mean i'm not much of a drinker but uh when i guess i guess when i do go out i I take I, i go for the occasion and um probably drink more than i should but yeah, I'd rather I'd rather be at home with a with good company, and you know. I, I mean, don't get me better. wrong. Like, if the booze is free, then you know I'm, I'm down to get drunk. But you know, but if I gotta pay for it, you know, go to to buy Sharkies or something or Mosa, nah, sign me out. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> what's the what's your uh, choice of drink? Choice of drink. I like Jack and Coke. Gotcha. Now that's a classic. And um, yeah, it tastes good. So, <laughs> uh, cherry coke's even better. Cherry coke. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think I've tried it with cherry coke. Interesting. Yeah. Have you tried the um, was it apple cider and whiskey? No, but yeah. I'm, I'm about to write that down in my notebook real quick. Yeah, apple uh, cider and whiskey. And, um, what's it called? If you want to heat it up, it's usually a wintertime drink. So it's like, you know, something to go with eggnog or like, you know, keep it on oh, the low. Yeah, like, yeah. like a Christmas drink. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's like a Christmas drink. <laughs> okay. Dope. All right. Apple cider and whiskey. I would definitely keep that in mind for this Christmas. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. No worries. No worries. <laughs> okay. uh, what's it called? Um, so, yeah. Still sticking to level one, going to level two, level three. Let's go level two. Level um, two. Let's go with the uh, twenty-four Kobe. Twenty-four Kobe. Uh, what does it mean to have a healthy perspective? A healthy perspective, kind of like how I mentioned earlier, that you could see two sides of a coin, right? So, you know, a healthy perspective is knowing the good that's out in the universe but also being able to identify that on the flip side of that good there's a bad involved or there's a negative involved and being able to balance yourself in the middle and and see it for what it is and, and still make that decision you know whether you fuck with it or you don't fuck with it i don't know if that makes sense no 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 i got you okay. i got you um, I had I was focused on this question I had for you, but it's it's fleeting. Um, so for you, did did you always have a healthy perspective, or was it something that you eventually kind of had to discover for yourself? I think I I had a na- like a naturally happy go lucky way of of living life. You know, since I was a kid. You know, like I. I I used to be carefree where it's like, 
whatever comes to me, you know, like lands on my lap, you know, because it just happened to land on my lap. You know, but now that, you know, as you mentioned, you know, like there's career, you know, like my hobby and music and this and that, you know, going on, it it kind of grounds me and say, okay, you know, like those things, you know, that that lands on my lap magically, like didn't land on my lap magically because like there's been hard work and things that I did to get in that position, you know, for that good thing to land on my lap. Um, so I, I definitely had to, to, you know, redevelop that thought of that the positive mindset to to rephrase the you know the the term you used um but yeah you know i mean i think i i definitely have to work on it sure um and then i actually wanted to ask you about your music as well uh i owe you a beat by the way yeah please, please bug me on that you know my semester ends on saturday so you know i'm i, I was about to text you I, i'm sorry it's taking too long but I owe you a beat, but I'm gonna get to that. You know, once my semester's done, is that cool? Yeah, man. I didn't, I didn't even okay. know you owed me a beat, <laughs> but I, okay. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you produced too. That's that's dope. I mean, I know you play instruments, but I didn't know you you were making beats, man. That's sick. Uh, what's it called? I was I was I think I told another uh, producer recently who was a guest. I was like, yeah, you should uh, you should sing. Uh, or like have your voice be a melody on the beat because like i think that's just gonna blow up and people are gonna like pay good money mm-hmm. for <laughs> for that already set up for them you know <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah yeah maybe i'll link you to the guy i don't i'll see if he's open to to linking with other artists too but that'd be cool uh that'd be, that'd be pretty dope um but anyways yeah music when did it start for you man it started with me when I was, I'd say, four. Uh, like, I used to live in the Middle East, like in Saudi Arabia. And, and, you know, in the Filipino community over there, uh, you know, among the OFWs or the overseas of Filipino workers, right? It, you know, they would have, like, all these gatherings and everything. And, and you know, you know, like, they show off their kids and, you know, what the kid does and this and that. So, you know, my dad was like, well, well my kid can, can sing. And I was like, I mean, I can't sing. What are you talking about? I'm at home, but I, you know, I can't sing. But my dad's really been the driving force in me singing. So, you know, like he would put me up like on those stages, you know, like with my fake toy guitar, you know, rocking out to, to some Brian Adams tunes. And, you know, he got me started playing piano when I was seven or eight. And then I left piano because I was like, man, this is shit lame. I don't want to do that. You know, my tunes. And then 15 came around and I moved to the United States, or I was in the United States by then. Um, and, and a joint choir and you, you know I, I noticed that the children's choir you know the children sing you know but the teenagers play an instrument and I'm like you know the only big dude over there you know singing with the little kids so I was like you know what I mean I want to pick up a, like I want to play an instrument again so so I could be with my age group so you know I told my dad hey dad can, can I pick up the guitar I, I know that I quit on the piano, but can it pick up the guitar in this song for real? And ever since then, you know, I mean, I've been playing guitar. Like, I'm not a guitar hero. I mean, I just know chords and, you know, just enough, you know, for me to write or to, to sing my lyrics to. Look at that makes sense. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so, dang, I mean, it makes me think that your dad must have, must have heard you hum pretty damn good, like, at a really young age to be like, yo, that's some talent right there. Uh, I don't think I've heard that from, like, a little baby yet or anything where the humming just seems so melodic. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, you know, that's just how, how, 
how, how I recall the uh, the story, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that if I ask them again, like like it's probably gonna be like another variation of that story. So like I'm sticking with that one because that that was easy to remember. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? So what was like your your influences with your music? Influences in my music. Well, I got started singing uh, a Brian Adams because at four years old, like you don't even like you don't really know artists right and then as i got older and, and i got influenced by friends to 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 listen to like lincoln park and you know like freaking my shinoda starts rapping and i was like that's cool you know what is that that's rap so i started listening to rap music and, and then you hear the mary j blige saying that's cool you know what is she doing r&b music and i was like okay like let's go look at r&b and then when i delved into r&b it's like dude r&b has a whole fucking history motown and and it's funny how everything goes back full circle because Brian Adams, this white boy from from Canada, this white rocker dude, you know, from from Canada, like his biggest influence are the soul voices of Motown. So, oh, and, and I didn't yeah. realize that until I was like what, like 24, 25, and I was like, wow, like this shit came full circle. So, I, you know, I love R&B music. You know, like Neo's my dude. Um, Chris Brown's my dude. You know, Motown. Like I love Motown. So. So to me, you know, like with everything that the black people or people of color have, you know, have done for the culture here in the United States and, and, and they're being treated wrong. And I was like, eh, like that don't sit well with me, man. Because us, you know, me and you, 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 you know, you with your, you know, with your rap music, you know, like your, your clothing line, like, like this podcast, like, dude, like us minorities, dude, like we're the ones that are making shit happen here in the, in the United States, man. You know, like, you know, we're the ones that are rolling the wheel of, of, of innovation, yeah no no I'm, I'm with you and i think that like that was even, convincing man <laughs> no, no, uh, <laughs> it's just that man like we we doing the work but i still think there's like the ultra rich getting paid off our work you know that's like, true yeah yeah uh, trying mm-hmm. to figure out how we're we're gonna make this money on our own and four 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 i mean i don't <laughs> like I, I know there's the, the racism going on but then also that reverse racism of like where you know there's certain white people that it's hard to trust because of the judgments that we may have you know mm-hmm. uh, as a minority so I, i'm trying to be aware of that and trying to just like yeah uh, but yeah and it's difficult man you know like it, it's difficult because like every time you know that a white person you know want to fuck with you like you start thinking you know well, well, what does he want you know what is his true intentions right but you know like some white people are genuine bro like 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 when the person is genuine i mean i think like you could see it you know because i like like i try to be as genuine as possible you know like no hidden agendas you know like i, I like you asked me like why did i want to come, come on your show i mean i want to support everything that you do you know i mean i want to support your clothing line you know like i owe you a b because like you mentioned that that you feel like you're you're a failed rapper and I said no bro like, there's no such thing you know like you know rapping is in your blood you know just like singing is in my blood you know so like don't ever say like like don't ever set yourself short you know because it, if, if if there's every time that you don't got you i got you because we're, we're all we got you know we have to be this united unit right yeah man and you know something when you when you had reached out and uh kind of told me like yo man don't know say that about yourself it it made me realize that, you know, what I was doing was I was trying to put myself into a box and tell myself, oh, I'm not that, I'm this. Or, you know, I'm done, like, you know, just 
trying to make myself just one thing when I forgot that we are a lot of things you know we're not just one exactly thing. It, it's funny how this question you're branched off you know the number 24 because Kobe Bryant bro like he's not just a basketball player you know he's a coach he, he's an author he, he's a filmmaker and, and to me like he as a Spurs fan I fucking hated Kobe but once he retired and then I realized it's like yo like like, like this motherfucker does a lot more things than what he does in the basketball court and I was like, Max respect, like, you know, he's my new idol. Well, well, when did you become a fan of Kobe? Because I'll tell you, man, I was not also a fan until later on in his career. But it was because I was a Shaq fan. And the Lakers chose Kobe ah. over Shaq. And I was all oh, like, oh, right. man. Yeah, and I was all like, okay, you going to do that? Well, then, yeah. I, you know, then, yeah, then I probably moved to the Warriors right after. Because um, they were the hometown for me. Uh, but, yeah, so when, when did that switch happen for you? Like When he won an Oscar. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so, and then, you know, like just, and then, you know, like, you know, reading his book, you know, his autobiography or watching his, his HBO biography called Muse or docuseries called, called My Muse or something. Um, you know, you know, like that clicked it to me. It's like, dude, like this guy's more than just a basketball player. Like, like I'm just, you know, I'm more than just a singer. Like, I'm more than a cop, you know, I'm more than just a, you know, social worker. Like, like I, I could be multifaceted and still be James. You know, could be Jericho. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. I uh, that's like I didn't know Kobe personally, and you know, it's hard for me to talk about people who passed like I knew them. But it's it's like one thing I'm, I I know I'm gonna kind of miss and not not be able to see is what he was gonna make after basketball because mm-hmm. you know just a just the one film that he made or i don't know how many films that he made but just his other works you know he brought that that focus that energy the the, the, the mamba way of wanting to dominate whatever he was gonna do so yep. we missed out on a lot of great you know great creations from kobe that's 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 the one thing that I, like that i think bums me out about you know uh, him not being around anymore but yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, let's uh, jump into another question. Um, okay, let's bump it up another level. Uh, uh, let's go. Right. Let's go, Manu Ginobili twenty. Manu Ginobili. Spurs, right? right? <laughs> Spurs, Spurs. This one's this one's heavy, man. Um, but um, it's when was the last time you felt left out? The last time I felt left out, huh? Yeah, that's a tough one. You know what? I've always considered myself an underdog. I mean, that's probably why I, you know, I have that drive, you know, for for perfection. Um, you know, like like I'm still chubby now, but I was fatter when I was a kid. And, and dude, you know, when you're a kid around like less than ten years old kids are fucking mean bro so so we would be playing soccer or basketball and since you know i'm the pudgy kid is like you know, i'm always last pick and, and the person you know that ha- that had the misfortune of picking me you know kind of like fine i'm gonna get him so and that's always been the case you know i i, I feel i mean that's a driving motivation like you know like a steph curry's trip on his shoulder you know so um but when was the last time I, mean, I don't remember honestly because I, I I don't like I choose not to dwell on, on people you know who wrong me or you know like who who 
who isolate me, you know, from you know from what's happening. Um, because in my head, hey, you know what, you, you know, you want to isolate me from what you're doing, that's fine because you know I got another thing going on over here. You know, I I'm a chameleon that if you don't want me like in your clique, I mean, I could go click up with these guys and see what they're up to, and you know, make something out of that. You know, so yeah yeah no i mean i get it sometimes it's just a state of mind you know if uh, mm-hmm. if you're not thinking that way then you're never gonna see it that way which is a that's i think that's a great way to look at things man like you know oh you guys are busy it's cool i'll do this thing or you guys want to do that i don't want to do that let me go do my own thing um i think more people should have that kind of mentality you know uh yeah, and thank you for opening up about your, you know, childhood stories too. Uh, I was also part of that club, <laughs> and yeah, I was a. Uh, I remember like it's crazy to me to think that like, I I was bullied, and then a lot later in my life when we actually had like a little reunion, like that dude came up to me and apologized, and you know, told me right? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Wait, it, can can I ask you a question though? When, yeah, yeah. When he said sorry, and, and I'm and I'm curious, like from a you know social work you know perspective, as you you know being the victim of of his bullying from like well like nearly thirty years ago, you know how did that feel for you? You know when he said sir sorry. You know, at the time, I kind of brushed it off and was just like, oh, dude, don't even trip. I didn't even think about it, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, like to be honest maybe it did like affect me in other ways that i just didn't want to admit um you know just confidence level going throughout life and whatever and so you know i definitely appreciated his uh, his apology and i was just like damn like after kind of taking time with it that's when it was like uh more impactful or i could see the benefit of it and you know like it makes my appreciation for it even more um but yeah, like, uh, uh, it makes me have a soft spot for, for for kids who are going through it too. But you know, this dude, like, we were also friends. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, he came over to my house for sleepovers when we were kids, and you know, vice versa. We were on the same teams, and it was just like, you know, even back then, it didn't. I didn't let it get to me until, except one time. Um, but the, all the other times I'm the kind of dude to just straight up ignore it like yeah. if they were bullying me I, I literally like sat knee, knees crossed and like started meditating like because <laughs> um, that's just how I was dealing with it like I was like alright well y'all gonna talk all this shit about me I'm gonna sit down right here not move not do, Get not do anything <laughs> yeah be zen that was, I don't know why but I was like let me just shut it down and like have them get tired out from trying to make fun of me um and yeah the reason why also that like i ended up kind of uh going back to it was i still do remember the song they used to sing to like get on my nerves like way back in the day and like it is a tune in my head so like as much as i didn't want to admit it at that moment i was like damn this is happening had a, it had an effect on me if I could still remember this damn song um, but yeah so that was just my experience with it since, since you mentioned the song right I mean if you could remember the tune can, can we flip that into something positive and sample that tune but instead of using you know, the lyrics that they had well you know what like you do struggle rap so so maybe we could work that to, to our advantage and make a song where it's like you know like we're singing you know what they're singing you know but you're saying 
something uplifting like you know like these were the words you know they used to tell me you know but it, you know didn't get me down because fuck it look at me now right you, you know something like that i don't know man like just just brainstorming ideas we we, we can uh, we can definitely use it i think um i think it'd be hilarious because honestly what what made it even funnier for me as i got older is the, the song was <laughs> skinny jam riding on a scooter that's what they used to sing right um it was it was sarcastic because i was not skinny back then but then as i got older like and got into better better shape um i and i was riding my scooter and that was a song i was singing in my head because it was actually like true this time like <laughs> yeah. so bruh i already think like if we use that as a sample in a song as a whatever that's already like the first scene of like the music video i'm, I'm riding my yeah. scooter down the street and then like you know turn into something positive that would be kind of bananas but right yeah maybe maybe, maybe I mean, man yeah, let's I'm see saying, what's man, up I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um for sure let me uh, throw you another curveball right now and right. Uh, give you a shout out question if you don't okay. mind um so this one is did you have a favorite teacher coach or mentor that kind of uh you know helped you kind of get to where you are it could be teacher coach or mentor it could be like you know with your music or without your music just life in general uh doesn't doesn't have to be specific okay uh shout out from someone from that's involved in both art history um i used to have the supervisor back in manhattan beach his name is alfonso reyes um i i think he graduated the same year as you from long beach um he he taught me how to become the consummate professional you know um he, he you know he he's always you know when i would ask him for for reference letter you know he's always giving me a good word and you know like working with him because like he he was that mentor you know for me like like back in MV, I didn't want to, to, to fuck up on shift, you know, like just, you know, like he, he, like he wasn't imposing that on me, but just because, Hey, you know, like my mentor is counting on me, you know, like that, like that gave me like a, a sense of, of reliability. You know what I mean? That, that people can, can rely on me. Um, so, so shout out to him, you know, like he's imparted with me great life lessons, you know, he, you know, we'd be drawing back and forth when when we play basketball, but you know, at, at, at the end of the day, you know, tell me, you know what, like you can't lose your cool just like that, you know, because like it, if you're losing your cool like that way, like in the court, how are you going to lose your cool when, when you're so passionate about you know, something in real life, you know? So it's like, like, like you can't lose your cool like that. And it, it's just those like little bits of wisdom and knowledge that I think helped me become the consummate professional of always giving you a hundred percent and you know like t- taking pride on how people can can rely on me and, and i don't know man you know sh- shout out to, to alfonso you know wherever he is right now no doubt man yeah i mean alfonso's always been the homie man he was one of the first homies when i switched my major we were like in the same like intro class to rec and everything so i think uh, we vibed because he was wearing the cowboys jersey and you know i could just click click with him and on football you know uh yeah. so yeah yeah and yeah he, his... yeah you know he, he he's a natural coach you know and then you know he told me that he used to coach like little league or something and i was like i, I mean i could see that i could definitely see that you know he, he's just a natural coach and 
and I think that you know, like if he would have stayed like in Manhattan, he he would have been perfect for staff development. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, he just had that you know big brother. Like I, I'm gonna teach you the right way, and you know because that's how you know how he done me. I don't know like if, like if that's how he brought you in too, but you know my experience with him like that's always been the case. Okay, so you know like you want to learn how to do this. Come. Come, come ride in the truck with me and if, you know we're gonna go on the rounds and I'll teach you what I do on my rounds you know I was like alright cool <laughs> no you're right you're right yeah. now, he, he, same vibe with me man he he actually did a lot for me he uh, he got me playing <clears throat> intramurals he uh he also got me hooked up with a youth organization. Uh, so as for my internship, I was, you know, for that last uh, semester for rec. And uh, yeah, I mean, shout out Alfonso for sure, man. I hope to get you on the show one day if you if you see this. I, I got his <laughs> uh, contacts if you need it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Let me know after. Yeah. Uh, just a heads up. We have about 10, 15 minutes left in the in the show. I think we could get one more uh, question in uh, from one of the levels. Uh, Feel free to shoot me another number. You know what? Pick any level and and I'm going to pick your number, 34. Gotcha. So what can gain your trust? What can gain my trust? Simple, man. Transparency, authenticity. Um, Be genuine with me, you know? Um, for example, I have this kid who's trying, you know, he sent me a DM on Instagram and he's trying to talk to me about collaborating with him. Like, he, you know, he's a rapper too. And and the way that he approached me, hey, you know, here's my number, text me, you know, I want to work with you. And, and then I'm texting him, texting, texting him. And then finally I said, I'm going to go see what the fuck this kid wants. I call him up and, and at first he said, hey, you know, I, I think you're really dope. Like, I like the way you sing. And you know, I would love to get you on a track and this and that, you know, like I, I have this much followers on YouTube and social media, whatever. I I'm linked to to this record label, you know, I have an agent and this and that. And, and I told him, you know what, dude, I don't care about none of that. You know, like I've been in this game now for nearly ten years now. I, you know, I don't care about none of that. You know, um, I want to know you as a person because, like, if I know you as a person, then good product will come out of our relationship. And that product is music. Good music will come out of our relationship. So I want to know what you're, what type of person you're like outside of music. You know, what makes you run in the morning? You know, what makes you wake up? Like what, mo- like what motivates you to get up? You know, like who motivates you? Like, how do you want to motivate others? Or how do you think your art will impact others? You know what I mean? You know, yeah, like what? Yeah. You know, what type of vibe are are you gonna emanate out to the universe for for other people to to consume and say, yeah, it's gonna be a good fucking day, or it's gonna be a good fucking month, it's gonna be a good fucking year. You know what I mean? So yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of taking in this world, but not enough giving, right? I, I think I mentioned that earlier. I'm getting older, <laughs> so but but yeah, you know, like what are you giving back to the world with your art? with your presence or are you just take or are you just here on earth you know t- taking up oxygen i mean that's cool too but you know i i think everybody is very talented or or have a certain le- level of talent that makes them so valuable to, to everyone like like in the in the universe or the world how are they maximizing that you know yeah man yeah uh i think you know, I know. <laughs> well 
in your experience do you think um more people are are doing that are they using their talents and maximizing it or do you feel like more people are kind of you know um trying to take advantage when you say they're trying to take advantage and yeah because now like the motivation of some people is stacking it and getting that green but in reality i think the wealth is not what's in your bank account or what's in your wallet it's actually how you impact the world right it you know like it it's how you impact your neighbor you know like your your fellow venture or your your fellow i guess entrepreneur like in my case you know i came in here you know with the purpose of doing a great interview with you because like i want you to be you know like you know, i want to get your ratings up man you know i, I mean I, you know, i came here you know, you know rocking your gear because dude i want people to know that hey i'm loving this sweater you know like i love his struggle rap you know i i heard four bars like in 2013 and i was like chance a dope dude right and then and then you sent me like that google link and i was like motherfucker's a cool dude <laughs> it's like and then you know i i listened to all your episodes of your podcast because again i want to see you maximize your full you and and i am a firm believer even as a catholic like i'm a firm believer in, in karma and that seed that i um plant like i'm gonna sow that or i'm gonna harvest that later i mean i don't know in what capacity but it's gonna come back no doubt man no doubt yeah i mean you know if, if ever if ever i blow up man i'm sh- I'm definitely gonna get you on. Be my, be a musical guest. Be maybe, you know, part of the house band, whatever. <laughs> uh, but, I appreciate that, sir. I appreciate that. Yeah. Or actually, if anything, I mean, I don't know, like, if I'm gonna be doing music like that. Seriously, where, you know, you know, I'm trying to blow up. Um, just, just fund one of my foundations or my, you know, charitable things that I'm trying to do in life. So I mean, that would be great. You know, just give. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got you. Uh, well, let me ask you that. I don't think I've asked you, but well, where do you where, where, where do you see what's your vision with music? You know, like where do you want to be with it? You know. Okay, when I was younger, naive, you know, I wanted to be the next Neo. Like, you know, like, and, and I'm thinking to myself even better than Neo because like Neo like, only plays the piano. I'm mean, I play all these fucking instruments, so I, mean, I could be better than him. You know, like it's like in that aspect. But now it's like, and then it kind of changed. And I was like, like I want to use my music in a way to to unite people, and then do something like in the same way that Bono does. You know, in you, at least here of YouTube, like he's so involved, you know, socially. You know, I mean, I want to use my music to 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 voice to to give me a platform to to voice my so- social opinions, but still have that credibility because i am jericho you know like my name itself you know speaks for speaks weights yeah no doubt um well i can see that happening for you man especially in the work you're involved in i'm sure you're gonna uh find a way to make that impact and as long as you keep making making your music man it'd be an easy way to for people to support you uh so we've made it to the concluding portion of the podcast i got a few more closeout questions for you um but real quick do you have any questions for me um i do but i could ask you like separately outside the pod because you know i want to respect you know your time in the pod no worries no worries appreciate that um so this next question is actually from a previous guest 
uh, and the, I will also ask you what you would like to ask the next guest but for now shout out to Charlie uh, for this question how do you choose joy each day what's up I, I think I remember this one so, so what's the question again how do you choose joy each day how do I choose joy each day I mean that's an easy choice you know like you could either be sad and miserable or or you could be happy that you woke up in the morning you know like it, how do I choose joy I mean I choose joy with just the simple fact that, that I woke up in the morning you know mm. that I you know that I get a chance to 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 take a piss and you know like I'm not pissing blood or anything you know that's bad you know? <laughs> yo man that, that's one of my nightmares right there dog <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, yeah so you know it, it, you, you know like you take victories like in the little things you know um and and not have like so much of, of an expectation of the perfect day that it's just like okay let, like let's take it step like step by step like you woke up today you know like your fish is not blood um you know like you have a car to drive to your internship or your work um you you get to meet cool people so it, if you if you take it step by step like that joy is so much easier to achieve and realize like who's on your corner you know who's or or who the universe will bring to you because of your joy you know because happiness like emanates into the universe and people gravitate because of your happiness like they're not all going to be good people but you know like that's your skill set to to filter out the good you know from the bad but you know like if you're like if you choose joy you know the right people will come to you for sure on on days where it's not so easy to find uh to, to choose joy how do you find how do you find your joy how do i find my joy um I remind myself, you know, that that there are people that that want to see me succeed, and and you know, like the people that want to see me fail, and you know, like the biggest fuck you to those people, you know, that want to see you fail is you doing you and being happy and, and succeeding, you know. So, and and on the flip side of that, you know, the biggest validation that that you can give, you know, the people that care about you is is also your success. So, so it it's a two-edged sword, you know. Like it's a fuck you to the haters, and it's a see. I mean, I did this for you, to, to the you know lovers and and carers. Sure, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, weird, huh? I know. Hey, hey, don't don't be ashamed of that. Be proud. We're all weird, dog. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my next question for you is: What would you like to ask the next guest? Um, what would I want to ask the next guest? If you could change something about yourself, for better or for worse, what would it be, and why? Got you. If you could change something about yourself, for better, for better, for worse. Yeah. What would it be, and why? Can I add a part B to that? Yeah. Yeah. And how would you use that to to impact the world in a positive way? Mm. And how would you choose to impact the world in a positive way? Or All using right. that thing that you just change, you know what I mean? 
yeah yeah I, i'm yeah. very curious what what people are gonna come up with for that one oh uh, me too <laughs> my very last question for you man is what would you like your descendants to know about you uh generations down the road you're trying to figure out who they are you want to know what their ancestors are like what would you tell them I've always lived my life as if I want to leave a legacy to my name and, and those, you know, like my offsprings that might carry my name one day. So uh, it, if there's a legacy that's going to be connected to our name, like I want it to be of generosity, to to be of genuineness, to, to be of, of compassion, to, to be of justice, you know, because, um, you know, like, like the material things and wealth, like I, I can't take that to, to the grave with me. You know, I could pass it on to, to my children, but like that won't teach them the valuable lessons of, of hard work and, you know, appreciating what they have if they don't have it. You know what I mean? So it, if anything, I mean, I want, you know, I want my future generation to, to know that, hey, you know, like great grandpa James, like he was a generous dude. You know, he, he loved giving, like he loved to improve the world. You know, he loved to see the next man maximize you know his full potential in the world no no man i mean after this interview hopefully they they, they get that and they can see it um you know i think you made it very clear what you're about and on that note i want to appreciate your openness man I appreciate the energy you brought all the support um yeah man you, you definitely one of my biggest supporters and i, I appreciate Thank that you, sir. Appreciate fully likewise um and shout out to the folks watching at home uh thank you for tuning in uh you're in hearing jericho's story and uh giving us your time much love to you guys as well and yeah still trying to figure out uh you want to leave them with a little little melody from or the mic not not good <laughs> good enough <laughs> uh, i mean i think the mic is always good enough so jen and i we're gonna be back soon we're working on some good tones. Hey, here you go. Hey, <laughs> uh, much love, man. That was, that was awesome. Much love, man.